You're listening to the 12 Days of Crusademus 2021, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade. shirtless bears hello and welcome to the fifth day of the 12 days of crusaders for 2021 brought to you by the Longbox crusade 12 days of crusade this is our gift to the podcast community to celebrate the holiday season and we're celebrating this joyous season by sharing with you some comic book titles that may have gotten by you in the past each day of the 12 days of crusaders will bring you a hidden gem of a comic book series brought to you either by one of our holly jolly co-hosts or one of our podcast celebrity guests until we get all the way to December 25th, Christmas Day. I'm your host for this fifth day of Crusademus, Jared Albrecht, a.k.a. the Yard Sale Artist, a.k.a. the Christmas Probe, even though HR says I can't use that anymore. So I'm the Death Probe, all wrapped up in some red and green wrapping paper. And here are the three maids of milking that are joining me for this unwrapping of the LBC crew, and then I will introduce our secret special guest. But let's start with the crew themselves, the man who founded the network. It is Pat DJ Christatos Kringle. Welcome to day five. Hello, hello, Merry Christmas, happy Christmas time. It's here. Ooh, I can't wait for it. So what I wanted to do today, since it's the fifth day of Christmas, is I've made some five golden onion rings for everybody. Mm-hmm. That helped me decorate. Oh, I don't like so, any of that, so I'm out. Mm. And that's yeah. what I thought, because no one is helping me, so no one's getting my five golden onion rings besides me. Do you remember back in the summer when, it might have been spring or summer, when you, as Robin, fell through that skylight and slipped your back disc? Oh, yeah, man. And Is that affecting the Christmas? The, well, you know, the, you well know, the, I, I can't go up and down ladders anymore, so, you know, it, it's tough for me, and... You know, I always, when I'm on the roof trying to put up the Santa we have, it's mm-hmm. kind of slippery and I, it always takes me back to that day. You know, we should find a way to alleviate that for you. Well, um, yeah, 
Anyway, you Jason, know, Jason, welcome to the show. That's Jason, the weasel skull, the Christmas skull, the Christmas weasel. Glad to be here, everybody. Pat, you know, I have faith in you. You just got to get right back up on that horse or in this case, the ladder and get those Christmas <laughs> decorations hung. And anyway, I just want to say, hey, everybody, it's me, Treetop Tommy. Can I cut in for just a minute? Oh, Treetop Tommy. Oh, Treetop Tommy. You all forgot about me. You forgot about Treetop Tommy. I'm the guy that stands up there and, and has the speed gun for the X-Wing fighters on planet Yavin. They left me up there, man. They left me up there. And then you put me up in the attic? That ain't funny, man. That ain't funny. Sounds like Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> I want to get the room. I want to get the room that Sean was in. I want to come back <sighs> down to the ground. Um, I think Chris Walken lives in there now. It's hard to tell well, he's on well, get off I again. I clearly had that. T- you know, Tommy, to be honest, we kind of forgot you were up there. You got <laughs> Well, Tommy uh, has helped me do the lights outside. Oh, well, he gets onion rings then. Yeah. yeah uh, and you Tommy, can get some onion rings. I'll send some onion rings up for you, Tommy. And Pat, you need to get those lights up on the roof. If I got to stay up here, I've got to at least have some lights, some festivities, you know. I hear you, yep. Tommy. We'll take care of it. God dang it, always forgetting about Treetop Tommy. I did forget that he lived here. <laughs> I did too, man. I did too. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. Pat, make sure you uh, hook Treetop Tommy up there with the lights and uh, happy holidays. Delvin, the dark web, the Christmas web, Williams. Good luck following that. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. I was super excited about day five because from January on, you know, I took some bread and I molded it into shapes of rings, you know, and like, uh, like it, it was raw bread, and and I've just had it sitting out and waiting all the way because I mean that's that's what day five is for Christmas, right? Five molded rings. Five moldy rings. <sighs> five sure. Molded <laughs> rings. Yeah. No, no, that's not it. Four curly fries. Three. <laughs> <laughs> three French, okay, three hash browns. This was this was a whole year in the making. Like, was... So you sat on this bit for a whole year? No, I just thought of it like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have a bit, so I had to All think right. of something real quick. All right. Well, you know what? Yeah. Speaking of people who put up with our horse shit for incredible amounts of time, <laughs> let's get to our special guest. Joining us around the fireplace, he's got hot cocoa in hand, and I think he's going through some of our presents right now. It is Huey. Huey from Blast It or Stash It. He's got a YouTube channel. I hear he has a TikTok. I hear he's on the social medias. Man, so. this has got to be the most cutting-edge guest we've had. He's on TikTok. <laughs> you know yeah, what? He does. Right. He goes He goes from the R to the TikTok, and he does stop. Anyways, welcome to LBC headquarters in our festively decorated studios. Huey from Blast It or Stash It. This is actually really great here. Nice, festively decorated. I like the little DJ Christados angel at the top of the tree. That's a very nice touch. I tried to get a treetop Tommy tree topper this year, but it just didn't happen. And and so, yeah, we're going to go with the classic, the, uh, the DJ Christados. Classic. In all seriousness, I now want a treetop Tommy <laughs> treetop. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do deep down inside. So anyway, Huey was kind enough to bring us our featured comic book. I think he's got it gift wrapped in that stocking he's got there under his arm. Huey, I give it to you, sir. As you heard in the singing intro today, 
is five shirtless bear fighting fighters fighting, which means you're unwrapping. Shirtless bear fighter number one from 2017, published by Image Comics. Now for a brief history of the series and creators. So this is, a, as previously mentioned, published by Image Comics. This is a five-issue miniseries. This book has two writers and two artists, which is kind of odd. Sometimes you'll see a couple writers, sometimes you'll see a couple artists, but this has two separate teams working on this. Writing duties include Jody Luop. Uh, his other writing in credits include Weatherman from Image, also an editor for titles as Deadpool and Uncanny X-Force. And then we have Sebastian Gurner. Other writing credits include Scales and Scoundrels and started out as editor as well. And we have two artists, Mike Spencer and Nick Vendrell. Vendrell's art can also be found on the book Red Fork by TKO Studios. Couldn't find a whole lot of information on what other books the artists have worked on. So this is maybe like the one maybe big title. Hopefully they're working on more stuff later on. Uh, some of the main reasons I love this book are it's it's crazy kooky. Once I get into the description of the book and, and, and this first issue, you're going to wonder what the heck is going on. And that's how I felt the first time I read it. I actually I wanted to read it again, not only for this show, just because I loved it so much and I talk about it so much to different people. Not PC books. So if you're easily offended... It might not be a book for you, but it is hilarious, and that's why it's such a great book. Uh, have any of you ever read Shirtless Bear Fighter comics before? Jason, how about you? I have never read Shirtless Bear Fighter. If you had told me the plot of Shirtless Bear Fighter, I would have thought you were pulling my leg. So this is a treat, a new treat for me. How about you, Pat? I have not read it, but I have heard of it, and I've heard some decent things about it, so I'm glad you picked this for me to try it out. How about you, Jared? First time on the Shirtless Bear Fighter. That's nothing more I can say than that. <laughs> and how about Delvin? Uh, first time for me as well. It's possible it was obscured in the comic book store by um, Shirtless Bear Fighters. <laughs> So you did peek through the book because there's definitely some of that in there as well. <laughs> and now for a quick summary of this particular issue of Shirtless Bear Fighter number one. This book starts out with a call to an animal control about a bear on the loose in Major City. That's the name of the city, Major City. As the animal control officer comes face to face with a giant bear with red glowing eyes, it cuts to the forest to a younger couple necking in the woods. So I get called old for saying necking, but they were <laughs> necking in the woods. They're getting ready to be attacked by this giant bear out there and out come from the forest is a naked shirtless bear fighter coming to save them from this bear. He is naked as a jaybird, everything hanging out. Everything's pixelated down to his knees. So we don't see any of the stuff like that. He gives the bear a few bear punches, just like Batman would give a whap or a pow. It says bear punch right into the panel when he's punching the bear. And he gives him up a nice naked suplex. As he picks the bear up after defeating him, he ends up taking him to his cabin, which is covered in bear fur. He has a bear on his shoulders, and then he gets intercepted by the FBI who's waiting at his doorstep. They offer him a lifetime supply of flapjacks and maple syrup if he fights the bears that are in the city. Shirtless refuses to do it. And then after the FBI leaves, that's he refuses the flapjacks. So for some reason, he does not like to be called pancakes. He gets upset when they're called pancakes. They have to be flapjacks. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. If, maybe that's a region thing. I don't know. I was going to ask FBI, if there was a difference between flapjacks and pancakes that I didn't know of. I thought maybe you could illuminate us on that. But. I don't know. Uh, not, I, I call them pancakes where I'm from. 
as he's testing out the maple syrup, it's kind of funny because he's rubbing it on his gums like it's drugs, you know, trying, <laughs> trying to see if the, how good it is. The FBI agents leave without shirtless bear fighter in the helicopter. And the younger agent asking the older agent, you know, who's, what, what happened? What, you know, what's the backstory on there? The backstory is he was found in the woods, full beard, fully endowed by a mama and papa bear. Uh, again, it, there's a nice pixelated panel in there. He's grown up with this bear family. He has a bear brother bear who brother bear ends up getting jealous of shirtless bear fighter because he's getting all the affection and love from mama and papa bear. And he is raised to be a protector of the forest, but then something changes. We don't have that change in this first issue. We find out about that later that all of a sudden now he wants to fight all bears. He's a protector of the forest, but he hates bears altogether. As the FBI is coming into the city, they see the bear destroying the city, and they're thinking they have to drop a nuke, but here comes shirtless bear fighter on with a jet covered in bear fur, getting ready to kick some bear ass. Oh, now you might have to bleep that out. Um, as he cut touches down in the city, they find out there are two bears. He's getting his butt whipped. At the end of the issue itself, shirtless bear fighter's covered in rubble. Is this going to be the end? We don't know. And then at the final reveal is that Brother Bear is working with the Fuzzy Wipes company. It was a toilet paper company. I, I guess I'm assuming Charmin, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, to lure Shirtless Bear Fighter out of the forest so he can go in and cut the trees down to make toilet paper. And that's how the that first issue ends. And I said, it only gets crazier from there. So what do you guys think of the issue? We'll start with Jared. Whoo! <laughs> There's a lot to take in there, man. It is a lot to take in there. Well, let me start with this. I think the art team is really good. The art style fits this kind of wacky, wonky storytelling really well. It's really dynamic. It's not so sure about uh, the pixelated junk. Uh, <laughs> it's so prominent in the book. To me, that was like, like I think they used it too much. Like I think they should use it more sparingly to make it more funny. That was like, I was like, this is a little juvenile. And every time I think, it was just a little too juvenile for me, and I almost gave up on it. Something like really awesome would happen, like when they showed Shirtless Bear Fighter as a baby and he had a full beard and he still had a huge chunk. That was really funny. And then when the was the bear plane, which is like an SR 71 covered out of bear, <laughs> it's a bear, bear, bear plane. I was like, okay. I, I just was on this roller coaster of like, this is too immature for me. But, you know, you guys know I like goofy books and wonky books. But I was like, but it's so lovably goofy and wonky. It's just so, it, there's so much to it. And it's definitely unique. So you've, you brought an interesting book. And I'll shut up and let somebody else talk. How about Jason? Had a lot of the same feelings that Jared did. I agree wholeheartedly with the art. The style really does fit the flavor of the book. I thought the action scenes were really well done. You could um, really kind of feel the visceral punches of uh, Bear Fighter there. I thought, similar to Jared, thought the humor uh, would get a little bit juvenile, but then there would be some plate like the plane made me crack up. It also made me crack up when the FBI lady, he's, he gives her a phone and says, here, look at pictures of cats. And she's like, I'm an FBI judge. Oh, look at this one, you know? <laughs> and I, I laughed at that because that's me. I, I'll be looking at it cat memes all day so i thought that was kind of funny too yeah a lot of questions there like what drove bear fighter to be raised by bears and then fighting all the bears why are the bears so powerful 
you know, so powerful that you need a nuke to take out the bears. You know, there's a lot of questions that I have after this issue. So this was a good one to um, to get you hooked, so to speak. And uh, I guess that's enough for me. I'll shut up and let someone else speak. Delvin? There's one point where one of the agents was like directly under shirtless bear fighter and said some line of, oh, yeah, I was afraid that you've gone soft. And I was like... <coughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm not mature. Like uh, we know this by now. This is you for this. I'm I'm not apologizing. So I had no expectations going in with a book called Shirtless Bear Fighter, and then like it didn't take itself seriously. But at the same time, I get the feeling that if I read all five issues of this, it'd be like some great story that like brings a tear to my eye somehow and I'm like why am I why am I tearing up over shirtless bear fighter <laughs> <laughs> I don't know there's just something about it that just makes me think that it's gonna end this way it, it wasn't bad I was entertained and I think that's a good place to stop Pat what do you think well I do agree with you guys on the art I thought that it really fit the story kind of telling that was been going that is going on here my expectations going in, like I said, I've heard some reviews on it back in 2017, how it kind of just came in and kind of just was totally different than what was going on in 2017. So this just, just came out of nowhere and just people were kind of really enjoying it. So finally getting able to read it and see what they were talking about at that time, I'm like, oh yeah, I can just see, you know, this is a good book that just is a palate cleanser again between all the other stuff you got going on. And it's not taking himself overly serious. It's just a fun romp. All the sound effects are in here. Bear punch, bear punch, leap, and all these other... It was just fun stuff put in there. I, I really enjoyed it. And so I kept turning the page and turning the page and just following myself getting involved into this environment that's being created. I'm like, yeah, you go, shirtless bear fighter. I want to... I'm going to get a bear plane, man. <laughs> that surprised me. I was like, like he's got bear house. Okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're like, what's that coming up beside of us? It's the bear plane. <laughs> like, Is this guy Batman or what? He's got his own bear plane. Where's the bear cycle and the bear mobile? And is that coming? I don't know. But Pat, those flapjacks and maple syrup aren't good for our blood sugars, man. No, gotta, no. Gotta watch no. the... I know what you mean. I like me a good pancake flapjack, whatever. It all goes down. It all tastes yummy. <laughs> you guys saw the sound effect when he turned around really quickly, that slap too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was his p- <laughs> oh, oh, see, I thought he just turned around Spoiler. and was putting his hand on his... No, no. It wasn't it, his it was hand. A, okay. Yeah, it was his arm. It, it was it his was third his arm. Pixelation. Yeah. Yes. His tank slapping himself there. What, what I also found very enjoyable is the bears in their natural habitat. But they're just like normal city folk and they're wearing hats and all this <laughs> stuff going on. They got their own little town in the forest. And I'm starting to think that Pat's going to have the highest score of all of us. <laughs> now it's time to rate your interest in the series using the official Crusade Miss Candy Cane scale on a scale of 1 to 12 candy canes, 12 being extremely interested and 1 being not interested at all. How many candy canes would you rate your interest in pursuing more issues of this title? Delvin? I'm at an eight. It was good. It did make me smile from the very first bear punch. And there's something like more than just goofiness to the story, though. 
that like also just kind of has me head tilted and and intrigued. So I give it an, an eight. If that were in inches, that's about four or five inches less. You know what? Let's just pass it to somebody else. <laughs> Jason? Well, using the humor heart spectacle art scale, uh, I had to give the humor a full three. I laughed out loud multiple times. Like I said, some of the humor is kind of juvenile, but still. So am I. So it worked. Heart, I gave that one a one just because I have a feeling there's probably, like Delvin was saying, more heart to the story, but nothing I could really grab onto here. I didn't uh, didn't really understand the relationship with the bears, the relationship between Shirtless and the FBI agent. So probably more heart and further issues, but I had to give this one a one. Spectacle gave that one a two, thought there was some pretty good uh, action scenes in there. And art we talked about, I gave that one a solid two as well. So that uh, gives me eight points uh, like Delvin, and I'm going to give you a bump up just because of your enthusiasm for the book. Uh, That means a lot. And uh, so we will settle on a nine for me. Pat? Well, I think Jarrett kind of nailed it on the head there that I really enjoyed this one and just had fun with it. Uh, Again, it's a good palate cleanser for me besides the other things that I've been reading. So I'm giving this 10 and... Now that I know it's like five issues, if I find this thing, do they make it into trade? If I can find this, man, I want to finish the story on this one. It's such a fun ride. Yeah, you can, uh, they have a trade and you might be able to pick up the single issues in the dollar bin even. Cool. I'm down for that. Jared? Man, this was one of the hardest crusades ever for me because at some points I was like, this is a two. And at some points I was like, this is a 12. And (laughs) it's just like all over the place, up and down. And in the end, I, I was really kind of waiting for you to come on the show, uh, Huey, and kind of give your sales pitch and kind of get into your headspace, because I didn't, I didn't know how to make heads or tails of this one. But like Jason said, you did a really good job of selling it, and it is a fun romp. And when you just kind of get in that fun romp gear, yeah, I think I will uh, I think I'll go with an 8.5. You, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, Oh. And also, while, while I'm at it, from like like a while ago, Laurel does not work for us. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I got a Joe November would give it an 8.5. You know what? It's Christmas. Let's give it the nine. I'll give it nine candy canes. Uh, one of the things that helped sell it for me too was uh, five issues. You know, even if on issue one I'm I'm a little hot and cold on it, knowing that it's only a five issue commitment and it could be a fun five. So yeah, I'll, I'll play it at a nine. Dude, I, I have 13 issues of Spider-Man Chapter 1. I damn sure can get five issues of Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 uh, chapter 1 was brilliant, man. Uh, it's not officially Crusavis <laughs> until someone brings up <laughs> Chapter 1. What if it was Shirtless Spider-Man Chapter shirtless 1 Uncle Fighter? Ben. Uh, probably would have been better. Spider-Punch! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's all of our scores, and Huey gets to give his last recommendation. Let me give us one last recommendation for this series. Man, if you like pixelated junk, this is right up your alley. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, this is the five issues, so you're not getting deep into it. You're not spending a whole lot of money on it. And it's nice to have that levity from some of the darker comics that, that I read all the time. It's nice to have one of these comics. It's fresh. It's funny. It's confusing, for sure, but it's definitely a fun ride. It's like it, almost like if Batman were a nudist and he lived in the forest kind of thing, you know, <laughs> like bear. pick it up. We, we've all thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no crazier than bone. You know, we Good read point. we read bone and that was kind of along that line. 
Mm-hmm. Which is funny because Bone didn't isolated junk. Because if you think about it, <laughs> you, know, you know what? Let's move on. That's going to wrap up day five of the 12 Days of Crusade. Miss, we'd love to hear from you if you're familiar with any of the comics we covered here on the show. Or if you give one of our recommendations a try, let us know what you think about it. I mean, Shirtless Bear Fighter, let us know what you think. You can always find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade to share your thoughts or email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com. And if you're loving Crusademus and you didn't get a chance to listen last year or you just want more Crusademus in your life, if you scroll far enough back on our feed, you can find all the episodes from Crusademus past of 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017. This is our fifth Crusademus, everybody. It's amazing. Can you guys believe it? Wow. Wow. I'm excited. (laughs) I got y'all gifts from my victory garden. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to come back tomorrow to find out what the next gift is from under the tree here at the festively decorated Lombard's Crusade Studios. Until then, Crustados, think you can play maybe like a Jared Pat duet of Baby It's Cold Outside? Because that'd be awesome. Strangely enough, I think we have that. Well, thank you, Jared. But I I simply must go. It's cold outside. But the answer is no. It's cold outside. The welcome has been so very... Baby, it's cold outside. (laughs) It's cold outside. My sister's going to get suspicious, Jerry. It's freaking cold outside. (laughs) Bring that bitch over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, whatever. Maybe just another drink more, I guess. All right. I like the old original version when she said, maybe just a cigarette more. I'm like, man, say that, back but... in the day. Wickedy, 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 whack.
All songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. Now, Huey, have the benefit of being day five. So you can do five shirtless bear fighters fighting. You can sing that way. But it is, this is the five golden rings. So you could do, you know, five shirtless bears. Oh or your choice, sir. Your choice. I just go ahead and add it. Have at it. Yeah, just drop drop it as lyrically as you possibly can. And don't worry if it's oh, bad. They're never yeah. any good. Give us one high and then come back with one low. <laughs> you know, five shirtless bears. Something like that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's give me rat. one more take on that. Five shirtless bears. That's perfect. <laughs> we don't need anything else. Here we go. I <laughs> the candle out there. Thanks, Delvin. <laughs> Are you doing like a concert? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Play some free bird. Because I'm as free as a bird. This is good. Now. 